In this episode, we sit down with David Dark, and he is the race director, race planner, mastermind behind the Wild Chicken 100 bike ride, bike race, depending on how tight your spandex is. That is happening this April 17th, Saturday, Fitzgerald, Georgia. I'll put all the information in the show notes so that you know where you can go to find information about the event, how you can register, and all those goodies. I first learned about this event from a friend of mine who we always talk cycling, we talk bikes, we talk running. He had been looking for an excuse, I think, to buy a gravel bike. And he came across this event. He told me about it. I investigated it. And lo and behold, reached out to David and he was like, yeah, man, I'll, I'll get onto the podcast. And, you know, it was great conversation to have him on to talk about why he brought the event to Fitzgerald, where he, he lives, you know, how he got into cycling, what he hopes this event will do to Fitzgerald and to, you know, folks that just want to get out and do, you know, some bike riding. And the event <coughs> has a variety of distances. We got 15, 30, 62 and 100 miles on some mixed um, surface, uh, mixed surfaces. So you, you're going to find gravel, some sand, some dirt roads, and some clay, along with with concrete and, and asphalt. And there are some options for those folks that just want to stick to the roads. And again, you can find that all information in the show notes. Learn more about the event. Definitely go to Wild Chicken 100 Facebook page. He does a really good job of keeping uh, folks updated on what's happening with the event. And just again, a reminder, this is happening this Saturday, April 17th, and I wanted to get this episode up so that you guys could hear, learn about it, and if you can make it out to Fitzgerald, great, or share it with somebody that might be able to get out there. One quick kind of technical note is when we we conducted the, the conversation over Zoom, you know, we're into the conversation, we're having a great time. About 10 minutes in, the microphones is just stopped working. Not sure what happened. I'm sure I did something that, you know, caused the microphones to stop and the speakers because I couldn't hear him. He couldn't hear me. So we reset and we were able to complete the conversation as again, you'll hear. However, when we transition now into the, into the episode, you might be thinking, well, that's kind of a weird place to pick it up. Well, that's why, because once we were able to get everything reconnected and just kind of Again, the audio picked up in, in where it picked up. So there you have it. I'm sure it's me. I'm still getting used to all this crazy audio and sound stuff. But uh, but uh, just so you guys know that that's, that's why that happened. So let's, uh, let's jump on our bikes and let's go for a ride. Um, and it just talked about kind of rediscovering bicycling like you did when you were a kid. Mm. Um, just riding the bike that you have, uh, getting rid of the spandex, um, <laughs> remembering how to smile while you ride. You don't have to spend the whole time in the pain cave. 
um, looking up, stopping, you know, stopping when you're on a ride, riding some roads you've never ridden before, um, just a lot of stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, that's right. My job is hard enough. My hobby should not be, you know, hard. It shouldn't be this taxing. Um, right? It shouldn't be this taxing. I shouldn't always come home feeling like a failure from my hobby. Um, and so I kept my, I kept my road bike, but I, I was, I started looking through Craigslist and bought an old Trek road bike, a Trek 930 okay. and, and put some new components on it and everything like that. And I just, I started riding. And in the middle of that, we moved from the city of Macon, Georgia, which is a bigger city to Fitzgerald, Georgia. Uh, and we went from moving from living in a very urban area near downtown Macon to we live in we live even north of Fitzgerald about seven miles and we live on a hundred and something acre family farm nice and it's very rural and, I would imagine and it's very very rural and there is not a lot of paved roads around to where I live um, there's a lot of dirt roads and my first inclination um, was that I had moved to you know the you know somewhere where cycling had died <laughs> you know, just because there, you know, there are just no, there are no paved roads and there's no one that's riding and there's no groups that are riding and all this. Um, and I was on a real, you know, uh, I hate the world. The world hates me a uh, little kick. Um, and then just one day I was like, what about these dirt roads? You know, what about these dirt roads? And so I got on my Trek 1000, which is an, which is a road bike. Right. With seven was 700 by 23 tires. Okay. And I just started exploring and I did a lot of walking because those are not good tires for the dirt roads. They are not. But I just, I, you know, I was like, I love this. You know, there's all these old houses. There's all these old farm, you know, implements out here. There's all these things to climb on and explore. And they're also endless. There's, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of miles of these beautiful tree lined and, you know, shaded roads and you're passing creeks and farms and the people you meet on the road are not trying to text and drive and hit you they're stopping <laughs> and you come home and you know you may be covered in red clay dust and everything like that but you've had a really good time and my fitness started actually getting better and so i started riding that trek uh 930 the kind of converted old mountain bike i just started you know i whenever i got a chance i'd go out on the on the back roads and i'd spend countless hours just riding and exploring and I found all these creeks and all this kind of stuff and my in the process my son uh, my son my first son learned how to ride a bike and so I didn't want to take him on the paved roads and so I started you know uh taking him on the dirt roads and finding you know just riding a bike like a kid That's and so great. uh and so uh you know like you I probably four or five years ago you know I you know, I, I was always riding on these dirt roads and then I, I kind of following everything on social media and following all the cycling, like the gravel, you know, gravel starts right. to be a thing. And, you know, I was watching all these races, you know, the Belgian waffle race out in right. California and uh, the DK ride, which has a new name unbound. Right. Um, and then, you know, uh, the the 100 the uh land run which is now called uh the mid-south i started watching all these rides and i was just you know feeling kind of kind of sorry for myself again just thinking <laughs> I, you know I, i'm a school teacher i'm probably not going to get to you know i'm probably not going to be able to go out to california and ride bikes with these cool people i'm not going to be able to you know 
uh, do that. But then, you know, but then I started looking at the cities that these, that these, uh, that these rides were were in. Yeah, these rides were taking place. And they're all, you know, I mean this in the very nicest way. Well, not the Belgian waffle ride, but about the (laughs) Mid-South. And they're just kind of crappy little towns. (laughs) You know, there's nothing, you know, it's not, you know, it's not, you know, Orlando or it's not Atlanta. It's not, you know, these Kansas City, right? Yeah, it's not these big, big cities. It's not Oklahoma City. It's not, you know, Fort Worth, Texas. It's these small little rural communities. And that's kind of, that's, that's the birthplace of, of my ride, really. So I don't, I don't know. Um, I just, you know, the thought came in my mind as I was riding, I was like, they have these really great dirt roads. They have this really small town. Why couldn't, why couldn't I have a ride? Two plus two equals four, right? Right. Why couldn't I, why couldn't I have a ride? If people are willing to go out to, you know, Emporia, Kansas, you know, uh, population total 16,000. I'm from a city that has an 8,000, 9,000. You know, we both have a Walmart. We, we can do this, you know? Um, we both have a couple dollar generals in a Walmart. You know, we are the same place. The ingredients you know, for success right there. That's right. Walmart and dollar general plus a couple of, a couple of icicles. <laughs> and so um, that's, where, that's where I just, you know, why, why, why don't I have a ride? And so I just started doing a little bit of research and found the Eventbrite website. Mm-hmm. Um, and and like you, I, I'd imagine you have you have race directed a lot of races in the past, mm-hmm. either for high school um, or for older people. And I, I have done the same. Um, and when we lived in Macon, I had the old hot chocolate five Ks out of oh, my sure. out of my out of my house. Sure. Um, before they were a thing. Um, I had chili runs in, in November, you know, I, every single year I host one or two cross home cross country meets. Um, and I knew like, it feels the same, you know, you're trying to get people to sign up to come to your event. I, you know, I've, I stalk websites uh, for running (laughs) and for bicycling. And so like, you just, you know, go to those websites and it says, do you host an event? And I was like, I host an event, you know, um, (laughs) And so I don't know if that makes me a race director or a ride director, but uh, I had my first ride four years ago. It makes you crazy is what it makes you. That, that's, that's true. It's like, what should I do? Even though I'm really busy, I should add something. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, held, I you know, found a really cool uh, – Fitzgerald is known for wild chickens. That's something that Fitzgerald's known for. Uh, is they have these, uh, these, these chickens that probably 10 or 15 years ago were let out downtown and they propagated like mad. Um, and so they're kind of, they're kind of running around. Um, they're just running around downtown and then we have a wild chicken festival. Okay. Um, and I was like that, I think my very first ride was actually called something like um the wild chicken chaser or something like i kind of can't remember right. um it was just we were gonna go just on some dirt roads and i just you know i well i i hosted it really out of my house because i wasn't sure how many people were signed up right uh and i had seven people sign up uh which does not bode well um <laughs> but uh but looking at the history of like um unbound or dk and land run or or mid south you know those rides started out with like 10 people 
And right. so, you know, right. you know, or the other, you know, the, you know, famous, famous marathons and stuff like that. Now, like they started with a couple of, you know, a couple of people saying like, let's run on this Monday, you know, <laughs> or let's, let's, you know, this Sunday, every year we run 12 miles or something. And right. now, you know, some, a lot of those things, like you can't get into those races or rides anymore just because so many people want to do them. So we had a we had we had seven people sign up and four people counting myself ride the original the original wild chicken route that i that i put on ride with gps um and it was a blast it was a real blast it was like riding bikes uh with your with your buddies uh and my sweet wife and son they were our sag stops they met us every <laughs> 30 miles with my old dodge truck and we fueled up on snacks and they even went and got us lunch from a local place and we ate. It was, it was a real blast. And I was like, we got to do this. We got to do this with more people and we got to, we got to, we got to, you know, bring more people in. And this is going to be, this is a blast. I want to, I want to keep doing this. So the wild chicken was born and that was what year? That was four years ago. So I guess 20, uh, 2017, I guess. So there've been two editions with the, pandemic cancellation and now this one is that right yes okay. right right there's been there was the original one then there was there was one in 2018 uh no i guess that was 28 uh no that was 2017 that's right because we had 2017 then we had that I, that may actually been because this is 2021 um we're living in the future here um <laughs> and so i guess the first one was 2018 then we had one in 20, 20, uh, 20, 2019. We had the 2020 version, the pandemic uh, COVID style version, and then we're having one this year. And so that's because this will be the fourth year of the Wild Chicken 100. And how many distances? What what are the distance choices that people have? To um, choose the from? thing, the thing about the thing that I wanted to host is, and the thing that I love about uh, gravel cycling or dirt road cycling or off-road cycling, whatever you want to call it, is, is in road cycling, when I was into road cycling, it felt like, you know, if you didn't look a certain way, you didn't ride a certain type of bike, you didn't wear a certain type of clothes, you weren't a certain type of person. Like in the circles I was in, I know this is not true everywhere, um, but in, in Central Florida and then in North Alabama and in Middle Georgia and near Atlanta, I felt like, you know, you had to be them you know, be us or don't be around us. And mm. so, um, and you had to ride a certain speed um, or you get thrown out the back. And I just, I did not want anyone to have that kind of experience. And so when I thought about developing a ride, I wanted, I wanted it to be, if you want to go hard in the paint for a certain number of hours, an X number of hours, I want you to do that. Um, if you want to pull out your old Huffy from Walmart <laughs> and spray some WD-40 on it, because you haven't been on it in a while, and you want to go for a bike ride with some people, um, I wanted you to be able to do it too. And sure. I wanted you to be able to line up with the best, you know, and be able to do it. Cause that's, that's, um, I'm sure you feel, I'm, I shouldn't put words in your mouth, but that's what I love about going to races while well, running races. You know, you're in a big old pod of people and some races do have corrals and that's fun. Like the peach tree 10 K, mm -hmm. you know, that's fun to, because, you know, I've, I've run up in group a, you know, I've run up, you know, and I've also been in, you know, the back group. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, it's fun. It's fun because you're running with everybody. Mm -hmm. And that's what, I, that's what I wanted my ride to be is, is a ride for everyone and anyone on any type of bike, any type of clothes. 
And so I've got race distances or ride distances from 15 miles, which I feel like is more than doable for anyone, um, up to 100 miles. And I have two different surfaces. I have distances of 15, 30, and 62, or a metric century on paved roads. Um, and I, then I have dirt road options with about 60% dirt roads, 40% uh, paved roads, but in some of them, it's more like 70, 20, 70, 70, 30, or 75, 25. Um, and those distances are 15, 30, 62, and 100. Okay. Um, and so I just, if you, if you want to go challenge yourself, you know, with a bunch of miles, you know, you have that option. If you want to get out and ride for, you know, an hour, an hour and a half or two hours and then come back um, and feel like you've, you've done something um, or just kind of be, be in the atmosphere, that's, that's, those, those are options as well. And two of my distances, the 62 mile and the 100 mile starting last year are actual races. Um, you don't have to race the distances of 62 and 100, but you can. And so we have a neutral zone through beautiful downtown Fitzgerald. And then my wife blows an air horn that we borrowed from my cross country team. Uh, everything's very official. Uh, and she blows it at the end of the neutral zone. And if you're racing it, you know, your time starts then. Um, and then, they, they, you know, we award, we award uh, prizes or trophies to the top three. And I don't care who the top three are. It doesn't matter, you know, lady, man, uh, you know, I, I don't care. Okay, just the top three. If you're in the top three that day, you're in the top three. And so we award the top three fastest people in the 62-mile uh, dirt road uh, option and the 100-mile dirt road option. Um, and so when you were thinking about putting this together, uh, David, in the organizing, kind of that first year, very organic, very grassroots, you said there were seven of us. Right. Now, uh, I... <clears throat> based on what I was researching online, it, there's definitely motivation for a couple of reasons. One, you know, we're coming out of this pandemic. It feels, it's starting to feel like things are opening up. People want to be out there. And there's a lot of interest for, you know, just events, anything. Right, right. People want to do it. What's been the response? Are, you know, what's, what's registration look like right now? And Yeah, we've, we've definitely seen an uptick. And that's been really cool because, um, I mean, my race is, is low-key, you know, off the grid. Um, I'm nobody in cycling my, or in running. You know, I don't have a, I don't have a name. Yet. I don't have a, yeah, that's, that's right. Not yet. Um, I'm a nobody in Fitzgerald's way out of the way. I know when people ask where we live, we just end up having to tell them, you know, we live north of Valdosta or south of Macon. Um, but uh, we have, we've definitely seen an uptick. I know my first year, like I said, we had seven people sign up, four people ride. My second year, we had all together with people kind of walking up and, and diving in. Uh, we had 70. I can't, it, we, we kind of lost track. And the person who was doing my registration didn't write down some names. So I don't know if we had 70 or 75. <laughs> um, and that was really cool. That was really cool. I felt like if we could have had the next year after that, and it wasn't the pandemic, I feel like maybe my event would have mildly exploded because we had even had a whole crew from, you know, Wahoo Fitness in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. We had a whole crew from Wahoo Fitness training for Unbound or DK. Uh, and they came down to do my ride as the training ride and said it was harder than DK. Um, and they liked it better. Um, and so I was like, man, with that kind of publicity and everything, but then, you know, 2020 came and 
threw a wrench in it, but we've definitely seen an uptick to answer your question. We went, you know, last year we had to, you know, postpone it. And then we had to reschedule it because of some horrible weather. And we still ended up with 50. And this year with emails that came in yesterday, we have, we have 110, which just wow. absolutely blows my mind thinking that, you know, a mere four years ago, it was basically just three people. I was the fourth person riding that day. So, <laughs> so to go from, you know, camping in my front yard with my wife and son, bringing us some treats along the way to, you know, having 110 people come to Little Fitzgerald to ride bicycles. And I mean, more people may sign up in the next day or two. So, I mean, in, the, in this week, plus we may have some people, I mean, we may hit 120, 130, you know, and so race, I think, race day is this coming Saturday, correct? Yes, sir. This April 17th at, at 9 a.m. at the depot in Fitzgerald. Um, and walk-ups are, you know, we'd, we'd be happy to have you. So, <laughs> so I know my, fr my, my friend, Sean, he, he, he was texted when I told him that I had reached out to you and that you had agreed yeah. to be on the, on the podcast. He said, did you also tell him that you were going to register and do the race? And I told him, and he knows, he, he's, he's, he knows my, my trials and tribulations with some recent injuries. And I told him, yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I, I know you have the 15 mile uh, version, which I could probably do no problem, but you know, when you, when you're a competitor and oh yeah, 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 you know, yeah. I get it, that if I'm going to show up, I'm going to show up, but and, and so I still may make it out there, but I'm going to be out there to support you and kind of just see how the whole right, thing right. out. Well, that'd be, that'd be great. Well, you're welcome. You're welcome to come and be a part of it. And, but I also get that my wife always gives me a hard time because it doesn't matter <laughs> if I'm, you know, in it, in it, to, uh, that I actually have the fitness and ability to go out there and do something that I'll be happy with. Or if I'm doing like the kids fun run or something like that, my wife is like, you just beat a couple of 10 year olds. Like <laughs> there's nothing to brag about. And you're like, yes, there was a lot, there was a lot on the line. So when you were, when you were, when you were talking about, you, you know, the, 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 we're not well known, you know, we're Fitzgerald, nobody knows where we are, that kind of vibe. I was thinking back to my first marathon was a Chicago marathon, which I know is not Fitzgerald, but it, the story, for me resonates because when I did that, when I ran that race, I ran it because I was trying to qualify to get into the hundredth running of the Boston marathon. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this was long, many years ago when I was much fitter, faster and better looking. And the time that I ran or the time that I said that I was, this just shows you how, how things have changed. When right. I registered, it was via postcard. And I said, this is what I expect. <laughs> I remember that. Right. Okay. This is, this is when I expect to finish. And so, mm -hmm. you know, I wanted, I think my age group at that point, I needed to run like under three. Oh, I don't remember what the time, but I had to, you know, it'd be close to, to three hours right, right. or, 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 or and, and change in order to, to qualify in my age group for the Boston marathon. Mm -hmm. And so they said, okay, great. So I show up, I get my bib and it was the corral behind the pros. And so oh, yeah, I've been, I haven't been in that, but it's so cool. Yeah. I love being behind them. Right. And, and I was doing stride outs as I was warming up with the pros. And that year there were, I believe 8,000, which is still a big event, but oh, when yeah. you think about what it is now, oh yeah, you know, it's, Chicago it's small, now there's a lottery, change. it's 40,000 plus. It's oh, a yeah. huge event. And so it started somewhere. And even, even a big city race, you know, 
like Chicago oh, yeah. and there were 8,000 people. And, you know, I finished in, I don't remember what I finished in, but I finished within the top, you know, five, 10% and New Balance was handing out these, not, they should have been a belt buckle, but it was uh, like, this, be awesome. like, like this, this brass plate that was congratulating you for finishing in the top <laughs> some percentage. Yeah, yeah, and 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 it was like fantastic, and it got into Boston, and you know that's this, so cool. This that's little awesome. this, this little race of Chicago that that started out as eight thousand people ballooned into forty thousand people. And oh so yeah, you can't get in. Now you can't get in, and so I, I I say that because as you're talking about, you know, your first year we had four people, seven people, but you're, I mean, so when you think about the growth that you've had, you know, last year you had fifty people, this year you're over a hundred. Oh yeah. That's a hundred percent growth. That's yeah. That's what they, uh, I'm, I'm saying that, but I, I couldn't be more grateful for yeah. the growth and the support that we've had just from uh, a, we, we have people that come back and that's a huge compliment. Sure. That's a monster compliment. And then uh, just working, it seems like um, I don't want to jinx myself, but just everyone, <laughs> everyone in Fitzgerald, when I just mentioned like, can I do this or would it be possible to use this facility or whatever? Like, they just say yes. Um, and I just, you know, we have uh, something that I love and we've had for the past three years is we have a police escort. Uh, we all ride in this neutral zone with a police escort. But like all I had to do was I just walked into the police station and sat down with the chief of police and said, like, this is what I'm doing. And he he didn't even question what we were doing or anything. He just, said, he just said, what roads do you need closed? What time do you want to take off? We would love to do it. That's fantastic. Um, and it's just every everyone has been that way. Last year, the mayor of our town donated a breakfast casserole uh, <laughs> for the riders. Um, and so it's just been, you know, and the, the lady who who's in charge of um, the Department of Tourism, I mean, she just says, yes, I, I, I felt like last year I asked if I could have a bonfire downtown as a as a rider thing. And she said, let me ask a few people. But I think you can <laughs> You and could probably so, have asked for a parade of elephants and they would have said, yes, we'll do yeah, it. Yeah, it's just, it's just really funny. Like I've, um, I'm not a very good looking guy, so I've heard no a lot in my life. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, um, but, uh, you know, I, it's just, it's, it's fun to live in a town where just, you know, I, I'm my, my part of my desire for this ride is to help the town uh, in a lot of ways to bring people from all over to be in this town and use its resources and to enjoy what a great little community is. Um, but it's also fun just to, just to be told yes all the time. And so, <laughs> so I'm not asking for anything crazy, crazy, but it's just fun. I mean, we have a police escort and my son, my eight year old son and I, uh, lead out the riders. And so That's this great. year we'll be leading, leading out, you know, 110 brave souls or how many ever people sign up in the end. And, you know, it's, it's awesome. It's an awesome experience for a 41 year old. Um, I can imagine what kind of experience it is for a, for an eight year old. They must feel like King of the world for a little bit. Well, and I think, uh, I, think I think you're hitting on to something, David, that with, with events like this, and, you know, there are, there are examples of this with running events and, and, and other uh, even cycling events, like you mentioned um, the DK and you were right. It did change names and I can't remember. I, I, the, the new name the new name is unbound but whenever oh, that's right. that's i right. whenever i use the new name people are like what and you're like the old <laughs> the old dk um but there's this charm to this to this, especially you know southern cities there's this charm and i love that fact that you can go into the police off or the police department and ask hey we need 
place we need to mitigate traffic and what do we need and with some of our events well with all of our events you know we have to apply for a permit we have to mm-hmm. make sure we have a traffic plan we have to hire police officers and oh, i don't yeah. mind doing it and that's and they're more than willing to help us out and they've worked for several of our events but what you're describing how you can just walk in and say hey chief um this is who i am this is what i'm doing he's like great let's do it i mean that's yeah. that's fantastic it's, it's been awesome it's been awesome last year i took my eight-year-old son and he was and he thought oh, all right we got to go to the police station he was like are we in trouble i was like no we just gotta go <laughs> i was like no we're not turning ourselves in today we're still gonna be on the lamb um but another day <laughs> we're just coming in to talk and we like went into his office and sat down and he just wrote it on a sticky note and he was there when i asked him it just it, I, we're just really blessed to have that that support from yeah and and and, and you know how you're talking about just the different pieces of the community that are coming together to support that race. The folks coming in to do, to ride wild chicken are going to feel that. And then they're going to tell people, they're going to say, man, this, this, this has this appeal. It's great. The scenery, like you were describing is fantastic. And just the sense of community that you're building, I think is, 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 is what people are going to take away and, and really just help spread the word about, about. That's right. Well, I mean, that's what, that's what I hope I, you know, I will, it's it's still just because it's still small you know it's just basically myself doing kind of all the planning and the you know checking the boxes off and making the list and calling the people and organizing things but then like doing the race it's really just my wife and myself um and my and my son and everything and we're just attempting to treat everyone like we would like we would like to be treated um at an event and just trying to make everyone feel special like we like to feel like they're a part of our, our family and then the support of the, the community just do, basically doing the same um, is really, I just want everyone to feel welcome. I want everyone to leave feeling like they were special. I want everyone to feel like I'm thankful that they came to my event. Um, and I want everyone to feel like they accomplished something that they, that they, that they maybe didn't think that they could um, and that I was really proud of them. Um, I, want, I want the same experience to, I'm, uh, I don't know if you do the same, but I, I I don't know many too cross too many cross country or track coaches that do like whatever my kids run in cross country and track, I'm really proud of them. Um, you know, it may have not been the time that we were hoping for or what we'd planned. Maybe they didn't run the negative split or not, but it would have been easier for them to sleep in at Saturday morning in their high school, <laughs> you know, um, or it would have been easier for them to just quit halfway through and walk or just leave the course, but they did it. They kept, you know, hammering on, they, kept at it, they, yeah. they, they, they kept at it. And that's something that they'll use later in life. Um, you know, and, or if they have, you know, push it to the limit and found that they have a lot more inside and done something, you know, blown their own mind with their time, you know, I'm, you know, giving them a high five, a fist bump, a hug, telling them I'm, I couldn't be more proud of them. And that's what, that's what I, that's what I try to do at my event too. I'm so thankful that they took their time, money, effort to come to little Fitzgerald um, I'm so thankful that they chose my ride. I'm so thankful I get to ride bikes with them um, and share my family with them. And then I'm so thankful that they did my event and smiled and had a, a great and wonderful time. And then I'm so thankful that I got to see them uh, and meet them because with running and bicycling, but I would say even more in bicycling almost, except for ultra running, just the community, especially in just these back road events, um, I just, you, you know, you see the, I guess it's the same as running. You see the same, you all, there's always new faces, but there's a little core of faces you just get to see all the time. And they end sure. up being, they end up being, 
like your friendship circle, like you may not spend a ton of time with them. Um, and when it goes out onto, you know, if it's a race, like I'm going to try to beat them. Um, or there'll be my nemesis that keeps me going that, you know, I'll train harder because I want to beat Andrew or something like that. Sure. But, uh, but I mean, I'll also hug him when he beats me and, you know, I'm, I'm you know, I, I, I may need a minute after he beats me. Um, <laughs> but you know, we're just, it's just this community that, that just supports each other and supports each other's events and, um, compliments each other. And if they do give you, you know, any type of, you know, suggestions, it's done in like the kindest way saying like next year, when you do this event, I want to be there, but you should do this. It would be better. You know, it's just, they're, they're just, you know, instead of, you know, leaving you a mad, uh, uh, an angry Google review or something like that, <laughs> you know, um, they're just come along aside you and they, they want, I don't, I, it just feels like everyone's trying to make each other better. Sure. Um, and that's just, that's just been the biggest thing for me is just seeing these people just trying to help me and say, you know, emailing me or texting me just kind suggestions or just, just out of the blue compliments saying like, you know, I felt like I was at home, you know, little things like that. And you're like, sure. well, that's what I, that's what I wanted. So. Now, is there a, is this something that you had to sanction or register with USA Cycling? Is there, what's, is there a process for that? Um, I, I believe if I wanted to, to, I know, uh, several, several friends and myself were talking about creating a series, mm -hmm. a South Georgia racing series and mm -hmm. awarding points and all that kind of stuff with a okay. race in Fitzgerald, okay. um, in a race over near kind of Americus in a race mm -hmm. kind of towards down near Valdosta. Mm -hmm. Um, I think if we ended up doing something like that, we would have to have to clear it with. USA cycling um, with USA cycling and, and, and make sure that the distances were actually the distances mm -hmm. they're supposed to be. And we'd have to come up with um, a logistics plan and all that kind of stuff. But for my, for my ride, the only thing that I, that I've had to do to clear the way is um, our, the, the head of our emergency services in Ben Hill County, mm -hmm. he and I, he and I meet up either virtually or just over the phone or whatever. And, and we go over the plans of all the routes of my rides just so that if someone does get hurt, um, they're able to, you know, uh, provide, provide public services are able to, to get to them in a way that will help them. Um, and then of course, um, telling the police which roads I'm using in town so that they know which, so those are the only, all in the kind of go through the town, um, and make sure that I'm kind of, you know, obeying all the rules for gatherings and, and noise levels and all that kind of stuff for, for the city we live in. But I mean, as far as like filling out a permit or anything like that, like I've done that for a few road races where I've had to, you know, get it cleared with the city and all that kind of stuff. But I, I haven't, I haven't had to do that. I just check in with people in the city government to make sure that I have that date is clear and then I can move forward. Um, but if we ended up having the series, like my 62 mile distance is 72. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I would have to make my metric century actually a metric century. I mean, we'd have to jump through the hoops about that, especially if it was a race with prize money or anything sure. like that. Like I, I would have to, I would have to do that right now. It's a, it's a coffee cup with uh, a chicken on it. <laughs> so I don't think the USA cycling is regulating that. Um, but I'll, I'll just have to make sure we're not doing super tucks of any sort this year. Sure. Sure. So is that the hope moving forward? You know, as you're, as, as I would expect that your, your the event's going to grow 
And, you know, with, with any growth, there's growing pains. Um, is that something, I mean, if you could get 5,000 people to do this event, you, you'd, you'd be okay with that. Oh yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that's my goal really is I want to turn my ride into, you know, the, the unbound or the, the mid South ride or the Belgian waffle ride of Mm -hmm. South Georgia. That's, I mean, that's, if I could get 500 people or a thousand people, or like you said, 5,000 people Mm -hmm. to invade Fitzgerald, Georgia, uh, every year, one weekend every year, and then do some side rides, you know, throughout the year. I mean, I would be tickled pink. Um, but moving forward, I think I you know this year I, I started to do it, but just thinking about just kind of a lot of kind of logistics, uh, and also just making sure, you know, thinking about insurance for my riders, um, and thinking about, uh, permits and all that kind of thing like that those, those will be things that if it does grow uh, you know even say you know say next year we have a, a hundred percent growth like we've had every single year to 200 and something you know I'm gonna have to start feeling or doing a lot more legitimate things instead of you know just grassroots <laughs> all shucks look at who showed up um you know, just because that's that's a lot more people. That's a lot of bodies. That's a lot of cars. That's a lot of safety issues. And I'll have to be um, a lot more, you know, a lot more. I will say well, not necessarily legitimate, but just make sure I've checked off a lot more right, boxes right, with safety right. and permits and and doing a lot more talking with people who who would get my back if, if things headed south. You would you have to revisit the capacity right now. You right, have the capacity right. to support, you know, a couple hundred Mm-hmm. you know, riders, but next year you get 400, the capacity looks different. You know, oh yeah. It looks much different. Is much different for mm-hmm. 600, 800 and, and right. Right. A thousand and up. So, well, I mean, we'd have to move, we'd have to move venues, you know, we'd have to do a lot, a lot of things like that, which I'm more than happy to do. And I definitely have access to other venues, mm-hmm. but, but like you said, I would definitely have to just do a lot more big picture things than, you know, just a couple of buddies on a Saturday riding dirt roads. <laughs> something appealing about that though oh yeah there is something very appealing about that <laughs> so what 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 can folks expect uh race weekend what what uh, what's the what's the agenda what what does it look like um the agenda is going to start on friday night okay um i hope i hope plenty of people i know we have right now we have people coming from seven different states counting georgia nice um and so i'm you know i i'm mostly to i mean if i could give one thing about it I'm just humbled by people coming to ride bikes with me. Yeah, really is is what I am. Um, but like we, you're, but, you're, 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 I, I get the sense that you're still like, is this like I'm pinching myself? Is this still? Happening? I, I really am, and like, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm being like five years old kid going to Disney World or you know Wally World or whatever you want to call it. Uh, but uh, <laughs> you know, I'm just when the emails come in from Eventbrite, I'm celebrating every single one of them. You know, my, I'm sure my family is so tired of hearing like, or you know. We're at 51 now, you know, oh, another one came in. We're at 52. You know, I'm just, you know, running around my little house excited about each one. I mean, when we hit 110 yesterday, I was, you know, doing the stanky leg dance in my front room. You know, um, I'm just so happy. But the agenda for it is if for the people who are coming into town on Friday night, which I hope they do, um, the Department of Tourism and Art, the Arts and everything in Fitzgerald has set up an open mic at the mm. Carnegie Library. Okay. Um, and that starts at six o'clock. Um, and I may be singing and playing my guitar, but we'll see how many people I want to hurt. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but that, that's an offering and we're going to have a little get together. 
um, on Friday, Friday night, just with the open mic. And then behind the Carnegie library is this really cute little, um, or neat, whatever you'd like to call it. If you can't say cute, uh, I have two little babies. And so I say cute all the time. My <laughs> students tell me that's not very manly. Um, but I feel like a lot of manly things go out the door when you have two little ones. Um, but, uh, uh, this a really neat little get together with lights strung up in the trees and okay. just, uh, and we're going to have a little bonfire and just uh, get together. Um, you're setting it, it, some ambiance for the, that's right. It, we're going to make it romantic. We're going to fall in love with bikes all over again. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and then, uh, but you know, that's, that's kind of how we'll, how we'll start just a, just a real easy get together. Um, whoever wants to come can come. I hope, you know, quite a few people from out of town feel welcome to come and just hang out and love talking about bicycles and let me hear. I just want to listen. It's fun yeah. to hear the experiences of others and to learn. Um, I wish we could do a little bike parade Friday night so I could see that's one of the oh, most, cool. fun about, yeah. fo most fun things. I I'm sure we can't, but if they, if they want to, I'd love to, you know, just looking at everyone's bike and seeing what kind of setup they have and all that. Geek I, out I a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I'll just, I'll, I'll huge geek out, make a little wish list for, uh, my stimulus sign at Santa Claus. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, just thinking about, you know, just getting together and making, uh, meeting up with old friends, talking to new friends. Um, and then Saturday morning I'll, I'll get be getting up really early, um, and heading to where the race starts, the ride starts. Um, we'll be getting breakfast going and serving breakfast to, I have two tickets that you can buy for my ride. Um, there's a $30 ticket, which is a ride and a t-shirt and a sticker um and the sag stops and everything and then i have a 50 dollar ticket which sir which offers you to get breakfast um and lunch or supper or however whatever meal you want to call it leper um <laughs> whatever it is um whenever you come in there'll be some food there for you um and so for those who've bought tickets with uh with with some food items i will be serving breakfast and we'll have some breakfast casseroles um, and a gluten-free breakfast casserole for anyone who's, who's either gluten preference or gluten uh, necessary. Cause I know that's, that's my wife and I are gluten-free preference. It just makes us feel better. Um, and I know that's kind of hard when you go to a ride and it's, you know, a gluten fest and, right, I'm, right. you know, I'm happy to eat it. It tastes wonderful, but then I know like my stomach's going to hurt later and that's right. not what you want in a run or a, or a bike ride. No. Um, and so we'll have some gluten-free options. We'll have some coffee for everyone uh regardless of what ticket they bought um and some juice and some stuff like that and we'll just it'll be fun to get to meet everyone and hand their t-shirts out and get them registered and um, i had a former student design the t-shirt and i have a family friend design a little sticker that we're giving everyone nice uh and if you come to the rider i may send ho one home with your friend but i'll send you a sticker <laughs> i appreciate it. Uh, that'd be great but they're they're fun it's a chicken on a bicycle i mean what's not great about that uh, I wish I could actually find a chicken that was on a bike on a in bike. some way. We'd, we'd, we'd sure. have them there. I'm, I'm sure gonna, I can find one somewhere. I'm going to, I'm going to uh, look that up on YouTube. <laughs> that's right. Um, see if they're willing to come do a quick, a quick show. Right. Um, but we'll get them registered. Um, and then we'll kind of let everyone kind of get their bikes ready and all that kind of stuff. And then we'll gather around 845, 850. Okay. Um, and all the distances start at the same time. All the distances start at the exact same time. Okay. Um, I know a lot of um, a lot of places stagger stagger them. We'll have like the longer distances start way earlier. But one of the main things about my ride that I that I want to always keep, no matter how many people, um, and I realize we may have to change that if it does, you know, explode like we were talking about. 
um, is, is the neutral free ride mm-hmm. at the very beginning, mm-hmm. just, you know, uh, you know, 50, you know, 50 people, a hundred people, a couple hundred people just riding through the middle of town. Um, I feel like that's something that the town that I live in needs to see, um, is people coming to Fitzgerald. Um, I know I love my little town, but I know a few things, a few people throughout, you know, planning all this, a few, you know, there's always, there's always negative Nancy's everywhere. Um, but I know one or two people and they're not the majority. They're in the far minority have told me, you know, no one's coming to Fitzgerald to ride bicycles. <laughs> no one's going to come here, you know, who wants to come to Fitzgerald and every single year. Um, I'm sure the same thing has happened. Aren't you in Brunswick? You know, who's, who, who's right, going right, to come right. to, who's going to come to Brunswick to, to do a race? A ton of people are, you know, a ton of people do this. There's a lot of crazies out there and they like right. this kind of stuff. And so, you know, partially I'm doing it, you know, to show the people of Fitzgerald, like, this is a great little town. We have a lot to offer, you know, the, all these people came. And so, so all the distances, you know, we'll gather at 845, we'll do a prayer and, a, and, a, um, and uh, a pledge of, not a pledge of allegiance, but uh, Star Spangled Banner. Banner, we'll do that. Okay. And kind of give a, a few last, you know, um, a few last kind of, you know, some directions. I'll, I'll give out my phone number in case, in case things head south um, so that people know that they can contact me. Um, we'll kind of thank them for being there um, and tell them how appreciative we are and how we're proud of them. We'll take a couple of group pictures, um, nothing, nothing formal. Um, and then we'll, we'll get let out. We have a 1.7 mile uh, route through town that we follow behind the police cars and it's really fun and everyone's going, you know, we're not, we're not going fast. I think, I think we hit a max speed of like 11 miles an hour. Um, and so everyone can be a part of that. And then we, we ride kind of back through where the ride started and my wife and my youngest son blow the air horn. Uh, and my, my other son and I kind of peek off to the side or go off the side. And that's when the ride start is that's when all the maps start, uh, is, is there. And then however long people take to ride, that's how long they take to ride. If they, you know, want to, race as hard as they possibly can, you know, they, they, they can blow my mind again. I know on the longer routes, I am not a very fast cyclist and it took, and to ride like 62 or 70 miles for me takes, you know, probably like five, six, seven hours, you know, for me, I know, I know last year there were people who were done with the hundred K the, the metric century, they were done in a little over three hours. Mm. Um, and we're not talking on paved roads. We're talking, you know, South Georgia, red right, clay, right. you know, That's I mean, there, were, there, and even one thing, there's a road that is in Fitcher. I love the road because it feels really full of adventure. Um, but you have to get off your bike because for some reason they cut through the road with the railroad track. And so you have to cross the railroad tracks with your bike and there's no way to ride over it unless you're, you know, Primos Roglish or something like that. Maybe you could, or. <laughs> or uh, Peter Sagan or something like that. Maybe he could wheelie over it, but uh, you know, no, no one I know could ride over it. And so you're definitely have to get off your bike and, and do that. And so, you know, they blew my mind last year when they came in at three hours and some change. And I was like, you know, you guys are awesome. You guys yeah. are my idols. Um, and so if you want to, you know, like I said, go hard in the paint for that. And the lady, there was only one taker last year of my hundred mile route. And even she, I mean, she killed it. I think she rode the hundred miles in something like six and a half hours or right at seven or something like that, which is, I mean, it was sc- scooting. At least was I that, think it's scooting. Was that Tammy, by the way? 
it, it wasn't Tammy. It was this lady who lives uh, near Athens. Her name is Betty Jean Jordan, and she oh, is okay. Yeah, she's a she's a writer extraordinaire. I thought I saw um, Tammy in one of the pictures on on Facebook, and yeah, um, yeah. Tam, Tammy came. I think she rode the I think she rode the sixty two miler though last uh, year. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Um, but uh, I mean, it was just I was flabbergasted last year about how fast they rode. Whether you're that person or whether you're going to take you know three hours to ride the fifteen mile because right. you got off five or six times and you know talked to people or climbed some old barns or you know sat by the side <laughs> and brewed yourself a cup of coffee or something like that like you know however long you're riding is however long i want you to take gotcha, um, gotcha. i we have the the gracious people the department of tourism have opened up our kind of venue spot and we can stay there till whenever so and folks so will, not, will as soon as they finish they can come into that finish area right they can and, come into the finish area and they can you know just take off their riding, their their bike cleats, uh, their, you know, if they're wearing those and they can just, you know, it, and two years ago, the weather was terrible. It was really rainy. And so people did a lot of changing clothes and spraying mud off and cleaning that kind of stuff <laughs> off. Um, or last year's weather, it was beautiful, you know, coming in and just grabbing a Gatorade and the water and, you know, just, you know, sitting down and, you know, if they ordered food, but we also have just some treats. I know we ordered a bunch of cookies from a local sure. bakery. Just to, you know, you rode, you know, you rode, it doesn't matter how long you rode, you still were, you're getting you a cookie, a, you're getting a cookie, <laughs> you're getting a cookie, you're getting a, you're getting a fresh baked cookie. You deserve one. Um, and a cold water. And uh, last year we, we, I, I don't drink beer, but I know some cyclists and runners who do. Oh, it's, it's, um, it's, and so, it's... and so I, I, I started last year, there, there's a cooler of cold beers waiting for you. Um, <laughs> and so if you don't drink, you don't have to, if you're against it, you know, you can look the other way, but um i know i i have some very good friends who are exponentially faster and better at bicycling and they enjoy one or two cold beers after a good ride <laughs> um and so you know i want them to be able to do that and so, so when folks when folks finish and they roll in they rack their bike they clean up right. is there a finish line festival or is COVID preventing uh, that what's what's then happening well, well we can only have as far as COVID, we can only have, I think, 50 people in the building mm, at a time okay. gotcha. um, of the current building that we're using, which in a ride where there's all the same distance, I think that would be a really big problem. Yeah. Um, but since I have so many different distances, the trickling is the thing that is really helping us out. Exactly. You know, the 15 mile folks, you know, they'll be done in an hour or an hour and a half, no matter how slow they're going or an hour and, you know, 45 minutes. Sure. Those folks come in and then about, and they kind of do all their stuff and yeah. then the 30 mile folks start trickling in as the 15 mile folks are kind of leaving and then the 60 something mile folks start coming in um and then like last year and uh, you know the 100 mile person came in you know several hours after sure um after the 60 something mile people had you know eaten and just taken their you know and so the trickle has has really helped so far but that's that's one thing that we we'll just have to make sure always is that you know this is how many people, and um, I know the masks are a huge debate, and you can find a scientist with 28 <laughs> degrees saying mask help, and then you can click on the next video with the same amount of certifications, And um, but just we're going to be doing a lot of precautions like that, gotcha. not while we're riding. I'm not expecting you to wear a mask while you're riding, um, but we're going to do mask in the building. Sure. Um, I'll have hand sanitizer and be encouraging people to wash their hands. We will be uh, breakfast and lunch will be served in like individually instead of a buffet or anything like that. I have been to ride since then in Florida and in Georgia where 
kind of everything is, you know, like it was in 2019. But I just, I, you know, I don't want anyone, you know, I want to make everyone feel comfortable and safe. Um, and I realize that's a hard feat to follow here in, you know, 2021, where you just have these wide spectrums. But I would hate for someone to come to my ride for something fun and then get sick. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so you still want to be good stewards. To, yeah. Right. Still be a good steward. Still want to, you know, I, you know, I want to set a good example, you know, I guess my whole life, really, just for my son, <laughs> for my son, you know, you know, we don't, you know, you don't, you don't have to wear a seatbelt, but it is the law. So, you know, <laughs> um, you know, you, you know, you don't have to drive the speed limit if there's no cars on the road, but still, you know, it right, is the law, right, you can drive, the, right. you know, and so, um, I, you know, I'll be wearing some sort of face covering. I hate it. I, I don't love them. Okay. But I, you know, while I'm in the building and, and I'm not a hugger, but, um, but you're going to you know, give I'll, out a hug, right? <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll give out a hug or two. Um, not, don't worry. I won't hug you on purpose. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm just so proud of people coming in and being at my ride. Like yeah. I'll, I'll give you a fist bump or the COVID right. elbow or shake your hand or whatever, <laughs> whatever we're doing now. I, I don't know. I always confuse. I find myself, you know, pulling back my hand cause I'm not sure what we're doing. I think you, uh, anymore. you create your own method of introduction and call it the wild chicken. That's right. This is, this is forever known as the wild chicken. I'm going to do a go. TikTok about it. Um, <laughs> Even better. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but I'll be, you know, I'll be outside. Uh, I'll be kind of man in the depot all day, the place where the ride starts and ends. Um, I'll be there almost all day, except for, you know, if someone calls and needs me to come pick them up or something like that just to kind of greet everyone that comes in. And something that I liked last year is there's a metal chicken in front of the depot. And I took everyone's picture in front of the metal chicken last year with their bike, nice. uh, just as a, just as a little record. So people could see who rode all shapes, all sizes, all types of people. Um, just continuation of my rides for everyone and anyone. So that's great. And so, and, and, and the, the, all the distances have a sack stop correct uh the 15 the 215 miles do not they okay. don't have a sag stop okay because it's really just a loop and you start at the depot and end at the depot gotcha and you know if you'll bring a couple of bottles of water or whatever drink you like to drink while you ride um and you know i I've, i felt like other than the times i ride with my son 15 miles is is a distance kind of anyone can ride without you know a necessary refuel gotcha uh, but the 30 mile has has one sag stop um at a pretty old baptist church um, called ABBA. So you can sing if you're there or not. Um, and then, uh, and then we have on the 62 mile, I have two different stops. Gotcha. Um, and then on the hundred mile, I have three stops. Gotcha. Um, and they're, they're not at set distances or anything like that. They're just wherever I found, um, a place that would let me use it. Um, a place with access to just in case the weather is bad, uh, a water spigot or a water place where I can have a hose to spray off your bike in case it is muddy conditions a place sure. with an overhang and some pretty trees if you want to stop and rest um and that's been something that i that i've had to do that's a lot of community outreach sure. just calling because a lot of the places that we're stopping are these like really rural churches sure and i, I don't uh, i i go to a church in a larger town that's that's near here but uh just trying to like find out who does go there <laughs> who's in charge there who can i talk to how do i how do i interact with them and a lot exactly. of them are um are our senior citizens and they don't have the facebook or the instagram and so there's no or know what gravel writing yeah or, and you're, yeah i know <laughs> i know i called the second sag stop on the 62 mile and the person was really suspicious he was like <laughs> what do you, what do you want and i was like well i just want to know if i can 
put some coolers and in, in a water hose there and stuff like that. I have some, and he's like, what are, what are you doing out there? <laughs> and you're like, we're riding, we're riding bicycles. And he's like, it's not a paved road and there's no reason anyone should be out there. And you're like, no, these are the roads people want. <laughs> and he was like, who, who's, who's wanting this? I was like, it's the fastest growing segment in bicycling. And he's like, I, whatever you're talking about. <laughs> it was just really funny interacting with him. Because it was like I was talking about Mars or something like That's that. That's great. And he just wanted to know. He was like, now our church is, are you sure you're thinking about the right church? Our church is way out there. <laughs> Nothing is near there. And I was like, it's perfect. It's perfect. Oh, that's fantastic. You know, um, but these people have been really nice. I mean, they're, they're very suspicious. But I mean, um, they've also couldn't be more kind. I mean, when they start have folks start showing up to the church, I know in the past couple of years, you know, they'll, you know, they live near the church. And so you'll have someone pop over and open up the door so people can have some air and open up the bathrooms and all kinds of stuff like that. And so it's just been nothing but kindness, but it's, it has been funny kind of telling them what I'm doing, why I'm doing it. And just, you know, I'm not trying to sell them. I don't want their social security number. You know, I don't want their credit card number or they, they're not late we on their taxes. Just want to use or, the spigot. That's you know, it. I just want to know if I can use the spigot behind their church to spray off a bicycle um uh, and but I that has I, been that has been fun yeah and I, and again i think i think that's part of the winning combination you know it's it's grassroots it's community and i would imagine that that location and and all the folks that are helping along the route of 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 this event that's what people are going to remember hey i stopped at this church and these people couldn't be kinder and were open their their house quote unquote, oh, right. to us and and they were just great people and 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 ultimately i think that's really what what i hope will be part of the ingredient one of the ingredients that 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 brings some success to your race so, so dave i'm, I'm looking uh, i'm sorry david I'm, I'm looking at the time and we're we're a little over an hour so i don't want to keep you because you've got <laughs> you definitely got your hands full where can folks go if they're thinking about registering people could walk up friday and register correct Right. People could people could could walk up Friday evening and talk to us at the bonfire okay. and everything. Um, they could also drive up to uh, the address is 116 uh, North Johnston Street in Fitzgerald. It's the museum. Uh, it's the Blue and Gray Museum. Um, they can just pop in and say, hey, I want to ride. Um, and I'd be more than happy. To, they, pro they most likely would not get a T-shirt um, okay. because I'd have to order it if, they, if that's something that they're interested in. Um, they can also just say like, you know, I have a drawer full of t-shirts. I don't want one. Uh, I just want to ride. And I would give them a discount because okay. um, they're not getting a shirt. Um, and they, they can register and folks can still register online, correct? Oh yeah. I'm, okay. I'm a lot of races close the, you know, the week of, or something like that, but I'm, I'm keeping it open to the day of the race. Okay. And where can uh, we find, where's, two, where, where can folks the, find the, the, the main place to register is to go to Eventbrite, okay. the website and type in the wild chicken 100. It's the 2021 version. I've used that website and it's just the easiest, easiest way to register and kind of keep track of all the ticket sales and all that stuff so yep. far. Um, and then the other thing is if you do have Facebook, I would greatly suggest going okay. to our page, the wild chicken 100. Okay. Um, and, and liking the page and just kind of keeping track of that. Cause I'm posting all the routes on Facebook. I'm posting pictures of the route. Okay. I'm posting the design for the t-shirt. Um, I'm doing even I, this evening, I'm doing a Facebook live at six o'clock. Okay. Um, just to answer any questions, um, just cause I, I want to be fully accessible. 
um, to sure. folks because if they have a question about tire size or they bike, you know, bike, you know, should I bring this bike? Or, you know, I, I know last year some folks booked a hotel room and they weren't sure about the hotel. And my son and I drove over to the hotel and checked out the room for them. Um, <laughs> nice. You know, I just want, I just, you know, I, I want to be there for people. And I know someone came into town last year and they had trouble camping where we have camping. Um, and I went and helped them set up, set up camp and everything. And, um, and that it didn't end up working out and I found them a hotel room and all kinds of stuff like that. And it just, you know, I, I want to be, I, I, you know, go, go into these, these events. If you're in a big town, you know, you don't have that many, uh, how many, you know, troubles. I know the marathons and, and half marathons I've run, you know, if you're in a big town like Tampa or something like that, like there's another hotel room, like you can find one. Sure. Um, but if you're in, you know, Fitzgerald, Georgia and one hotel didn't work out, there's just a couple more. And so, <laughs> and so I want to be able to help folks out and not have the first part of their, uh, their, their ride experience be a bad one or a sour sure. taste or something sure. like that. And so, um, Eventbrite's the best, the, the, the place to buy tickets. Um, and if you go on our Facebook page, I've shared that a bunch of times on a bunch of different riding groups and websites and all that kind of stuff. Um, but Eventbrite's where you buy the ticket, um, Wild Chicken 100 2021, April 17th. Um, and then our Facebook page is the best place to get kind of a full range of information about road surfaces, weather, gotcha. all that kind of stuff. And just to recap, so $30 gets you the t-shirt and a sticker and entry. $50 is what gets you the t-shirt sticker and then the food correct the food yes sir and gotcha. every everyone that everyone gets the sag stop and we have the same stuff at the sag gotcha. stops water and sports drinks and um and then uh and snacks that i like to eat while i ride if that's not something you like to eat and you get there maybe they'd be a little disappointed but you know granola <laughs> bars and i love those clementines and some cookies and for especially the longer distances and uh cliff bars and that kind of stuff and so gotcha. that, I, I like to eat that stuff um, and then just one thing that I haven't said is Thompson bicycle products from Warner okay. Robbins, okay. Uh, for the past two years, they they've given donations so that we can do some giveaways and, and we just draw those at random. Um, and it's really cool stuff like handlebars and stems and all kinds oh, yeah. of bicycle yeah, they, components. And yeah, no, they, they make, they, they make components. some of the best or maybe the best components in bicycling right now. Um, and they're super generous with it. I know last I year they gave something like five or six handlebars and five or six stems and a bunch of coffee cups and all kinds of stuff like that. Um, and then a, a good friend of mine works at Oakley USA. Very and nice. last year he made a huge donation of about five or six pairs of glasses and some other Oakley swag. Uh, and this year he's doing the same. And so we have both of those things for, and that's, that's for anyone who enters, who says, I want to ride today. And I know, I mean, we gave away some sunglasses that cost like, you know, three or four hundred dollars last yeah. year right and some bicycle components that cost the same and so we're happy to be able to do that for the second year in a row as well and do you have a bike mechanic or bike support uh, we we do not and that's the that's the, that's the one thing or maybe that's the biggest kind of thing that's lacking right now is i've so, asked a couple we don't really have any bicycle shops around here okay and that's something that i that i'm working on heavily as as we progress through the years of, of this ride is getting a mechanic to come and kind of set up shop for anyone who has last minute, last minute things. Um, I know how to fix a few things and I'm sure if you're around a bicycle long enough, you, you do too. Sure. Um, but if anyone has like, you know, rear derailleur problems or something like that, like we're, you know, we, we don't have a spot. And so, right. right. Um, that's something that, uh, that I'm working on. I know I ask a place in Albany to come and 
I know last year they were going to come, but then the pandemic came and this year he's too busy. He's got a bunch of other things kind of heading, heading out. And so he's not able to do that, but he was trying to do, make it work, but couldn't, but that's one thing that's lacking. Gotcha. Gotcha. So if you're, if you're coming, know that you need to bring your own tools, right. materials, tools and, and materials. You have and to be self-sufficient. Yeah, you do. And if you, your bike is something that Walmart doesn't carry, you know, <laughs> if, it, if it's something that, you know, Walmart may not even have heard of or if something. you have a SRAM like, rear derailleur, right, right. Walmart's not going to have it. Yeah. Bill at Walmart in the sporting goods <laughs> is not going to be able to help you. We'll get so, you a derailleur, but it's not going to be one of those fancy ones. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I, that's what, something I wish we had access to. Okay. And something that I'm that I'm researching and trying to find some way to either bring a bicycle store to closer, or you know, get a mechanic to come with 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 you know a set of a set of you know everyday goods to to come and help out. That gotcha. would be really great. Gotcha. Well, this is fantastic. I'm excited just hearing about the event, David, and everything that you put into it. I can only imagine that this event is going to grow as more people hear about it not just for the opportunity to come to Fitzgerald and, and see the roads, but also for the type of event that you want. That's very, you know, rider focused, friendly, uh, community driven. And I think anybody going to this event will hopefully come away with that. And if I, if I get the opportunity Saturday to go, I definitely will go and, um, and see it for myself. But in the meantime, uh, again, thank you for, for coming on to the lane one podcast. No, gonna, thank you. Thank gonna, you so much. I, that's exciting. I just, I, I feel super humbled. I feel like a little superstar today. So I appreciate <laughs> well, I'm, I'm that gonna, immensely. Oh, my, I'm thankful that you, that you agreed to come on. I'm going to try to get this up tomorrow. That way you'll okay. get the benefit of a few days leading right, up to right. the event. And, and you that'd know, be great. Maybe one of my two listeners will will decide to uh, register for the event. And make well, that would be awesome, <laughs> and I'll share it with with the four friends I have on Facebook. There you go. <laughs> and we'll have six people listening, and hopefully, all six of them. And they'll come. give you ten more. My four. That's right. Six. <laughs> That's right. We'll be we'll we'll be famous. Um, and so, but that'll be fun. I really appreciate this opportunity. It's been really great to talk with you, and hopefully, I'll see you at a track meet or cross country meet. That would be really fun. Yeah. Uh, wh- real quickly, what division are you guys in? Uh, we are in the GISA AAA, but I we, ah, okay. we go to, we go to uh, GHSA events all the sure, time, especially sure. in cross country. Gotcha. And gotcha. so, well, definitely, to, we'll, def- we'll definitely look out for you at cross country, and uh, and and you know, hopefully that'll be fun. I can't wait. That'll be that'll be great. Cool. Well, again, thanks again. Best of luck this coming week. And, okay. Thank uh, you so and, much. I really appreciate it. It's been and, and thank you. Yeah. Let's touch base afterwards so I can hear how, how it all went. Okay, that sounds great. Well, you have a great rest of your Sunday and have a great week. You too. Okay, bye-bye.